I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today we're talking about Ellie Trout. She's so cute. She is. So Ellie is Spinelli's girlfriend. Girlfriend, right. We hear about her. We haven't seen her since 2016. Which is insane. It did not feel that long ago no. to me at all. No. And even on YouTube, so we're using generalhospitalfandom.com. Looked up YouTube. We'll put a playlist in the show notes for you to scroll through. But there wasn't really a lot of her. It all has to do with Spinelli. Right. Because that's what we were originally going to do was her and Spinelli, Spinelli's relationship. Right. And then it was like, might as well just talk about Ellie because... Yes. This way, hopefully when she comes back, you'll just be able to reference this and then we can just build from there. So I guess we'll just get into it. Her name's Ellen. Her nickname is Ellie Trout. She was portrayed by actress Emily Watson, September 14th, 2012 to January 4th, 2016. Fun fact, that is the day after my birthday and the day before my husband's birthday. My birthday is September 13th. She debuted on September 14th. My husband's birthday is January 5th. And she left on January 4th. So. Wow. I just thought that was interesting. Did you say Wilson or Watson? Should have said Wilson. <laughs> I think you said Watson. And I only picked it up. Like only know it because Emily is my Emily and my maiden name is Wilson. I know. So whenever I read it originally, I was like, oh, oh look at that. Fine, so it sounded to me like you said Watson. You might have Oops. not, but I'll correct you just in case because yeah, it's Wilson. Oopsies. That's okay. So Emily Wilson first appeared as Ellie on September 14th, 2012. The anticipated air date was confused by some with that of Teresa Castillo's role as Sabrina Santiago, who then appeared September 19th. So they actually came back. Wow. Yeah, I did not realize that they were. I I thought Sabrina was there first. So did I. 
A representative of the show later confirmed that Wilson had joined the cast on a recurring basis. So, in September 2012, Jason Morgan suspects that the deceased baby, whom everyone believes to be his wife, Sam's, was not hers after all. And, of course, this is like a whole other thing. This was not Lila. Right. This was when she got pregnant, thinking she had been raped by Franco, and it was the baby that she and Jason lost. Right. He notices in Sam's medical chart the baby's blood type did not match up with neither Sam's nor the presumed father's. Franco's. Elizabeth Weber tells him that it could have been a mistake in the chart, but Jason wants to make sure. The baby's tissue had been donated, so Spinelli agrees to help by having the tissues tested for blood type. Spinelli goes to the DNA Spinelli goes to the GH lab and meets Ellie, a lab technician at GH. And she was just so cutely nerdy. Yes. Just like him. Uh Uh-huh. They hit it off immediately. She tests the tissue and later confirms to Spinelli and Jason that the chart was correct and the baby can't possibly be Sam and Franco's. Spinelli is grateful to Ellie for helping them out and asks her out to thank her. They go to Sunny and Kate's wedding together where the bride's alternate personality, Connie, comes out and stops the wedding. Ellie has a great time with Spinelli and Spinelli's ex, Maxie. Could you imagine that being your first date? I... (laughs) We went to this wedding, and all of a sudden, the bride is like, no, I'm not the bride. I'm her alternate personality. And I'm already married to Johnny. (laughs) Who's Johnny? Oh, you know, it's your son's mom's (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Sorry. I just, like... later goes out with your future daughter-in-law, too. Oh, God. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Sorry, I interrupted you. And Spinelli's ex, Maxie, becomes jealous of Ellie. Maxie later goes to GH to talk to Ellie and get more information regarding the relationship. And she finds out the two are now dating, but that they haven't slept together. That's a lot of information to tell an ex-girlfriend. Yep. I don't think I'd be sharing that much. Yep. In the middle of November, Ellie and Spinelli sleep together, which, again, I'm not sure. (laughs) This is like such a... Okay. Okay. So here's the thing, though, that they are leaving out of this. So I did watch a little bit of YouTube. Okay. Ellie winds up moving in with Maxie as her roommate. Right. She didn't know that Maxie and him were nope. anything nope. in the beginning. More than friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which was messed up. Come on, Spinelli. So. Why wouldn't you mention that? since they had almost gotten married and they had their non-wedding and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. That wasn't even just like a normal, oh, I went on a couple of dates with her and then right. it didn't work out. It was a relationship. Right. Exactly. Like I have some friends that, you know, like tried it, didn't work. Hey, but we're still cool with my husband, you know, right. and we've actually gone out like all of us. So. Exactly. That's a little different than someone you had a almost. But that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, I told my husband about that and I really didn't have to. Right. You know, but you just do because you don't want it to ever be right. Come up like one night after you've had a couple right. too many drinks and then somebody's mad and they didn't need to be because it's no big deal. But this was a big deal. Spinelli absolutely should have been like, by the way, that's not just my friend. It's my kind of sort of ex-wife. Not really. Cause we didn't actually get married. Right. So that's what that is, is that Ellie had moved in and the next morning after they slept together, Spinelli comes walking out also. Oh, okay. And Maxie's like, um, did you sleep together? Ellie's like, well, yeah. Which is still not really cute how she said, but but still. not your business to ask Maxie, but okay. After she finds out that the two slept together, Maxie has finally confessed her love for Spinelli. Which was so messed up because you could see the mm-hmm. tension between them already. Ellie finds a picture of the non-wedding and questions Damien and Maxie about the nature of their relationship. 
and says that she doesn't want to be a sister wife. Because she thought that they were already, ma- they were still married. Oh, okay. So she was like, I don't know what's going on here. And th- and that's the thing that's important to note also. She always calls him Damien. She does not call him Spinelli. That is very she true. She always calls him Damien. Yep. She learned about the non-wedding and how Damien chose Ellie over Maxie. Later, Ellie is still wondering how committed Spinelli is. Spinelli says that he chose Ellie for the right reasons and says that he will prove that in other ways. What? They're very wrapped up in their sex life. They have sex and it is seen laying down most likely naked on the couch of Maxie's apartment. Why is that important? I don't know. Okay. There. (laughs) Ellie tells that she wants to move out of Maxie's apartment and says that she could live with Spinelli in his office. See, and there's so many things that, like, if I hadn't told you, oh yeah, by the way, she was Maxie's roommate, you wouldn't have known that until she says that she wants to move out. Exactly. In December, Ellie helps with the impregnation of Dante and Lulu's baby into the surrogate of Maxie. And then on December 26th, Ellie breaks up with Spinelli because of numerous examples of Spinelli putting Maxie's needs in front of Ellie's and standing her up at the Sunny's Christmas party. I don't remember that. I didn't that. watch that. It, uh, yeah. Okay. Ellie and Spinelli talk on the GH rooftop and Ellie tries to get Spinelli to realize that he has put Maxie's wants and needs and not been concerned with hers. Spinelli suggests that they meet on the GH rooftop at midnight on New Year's Eve to signify their commitment to the relationship. Which I thought that was like, they just talked too much without resolving anything. I didn't understand what the rooftop, I know they'd like visit there because she worked at the hospital, but why that was even a special thing can't you find somewhere better to go on new year's eve than the hospital rooftop but that's romantic it's like sleepless and sleep. why do we keep going back to sleepless I know, you have a bit of an obsession with that movie. I know, but that's where they were supposed to meet on top of the empire state building i think i would have preferred a nice dinner at the metro court but okay true i don't know on january 2nd ellie decided not to go to the rooftop but maxi later convinces her to go to the rooftop ellie travels on the highway and her car breaks down she goes to the highway to possibly get a be- better signal with the deep fog. So she couldn't, you know, whenever you walk around, you can't get a signal on your phone. Right. However, Connie Falconeri is trying to flee with Johnny Zakara hostage in the trunk and crashes into Ellie. Mm. This is on the playlist. Another car consisting of Michael, Star, Christina, and Trey. And this was... Yeah, well, the crossover. Princess, but this was Mob Princess Christina. Oh, okay. And Trey. Yeah. Maybe we need to do that one, too. We need to do... Right, when we're bringing other characters and then they suddenly disappear. Trey and Ellie are the only ones that sustained major injuries. She is transported to GH because she is unable to move and going in and out of consciousness. She did a really good job of... She was basically assessing herself as she was laying there. Because <laughs> I think she was trying to keep consciousness. Right. And so she's, like, doing kind of like a medical check on herself. I don't know. I really liked her just laying there. It was... That sounds really weird. (laughs) I thought she did a good job of portraying someone who was just hit, possibly paralyzed, laying in a ditch, unable to move. Especially knowing that she has the medical side and a little bit of nerdiness to be like, okay, we're going to go through this, stay relaxed, and know where we're at. On January 9th, Dr. Patrick Drake tests out Ellie's nerves for paralysis. She's unable to feel anything that Dr. Drake is doing, and Patrick says that she should be feeling something despite being drugged by the painkiller morphine. Later on, she is able to move her toes, and Dr. Steve Weber starts her on treatment for her recovery. I like the way that your voice gets so excited of Steve Weber. I just, I like <laughs> when they read, like, the people that aren't with us anymore. Right. He could come back. He could be out of jail by now. Yep. We should check back into that sentence and see when he can come back. <laughs> like you're going to call the prison. Can you let him out now, please? Yeah, time is up. Dear General Hospital. <laughs> 
Ellie is furious when she learns from Damien Spinelli that he had sex with Maxie during New Year's. She then is seen having dinner with Spinelli on Valentine's Day. Ellie is tasked to find out the recipe of Pickle Lila. That was such a weird storyline. Pickle Lila, Quartermain's best-selling pickle relish by AJ. Oh, I miss AJ. I miss all this because the whole reason that we were even trying to find out the recipe was because Lila died. Right. And she left the one jar of pickle Lila. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was so that was so crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It says in Star Manning and Michael Corinthos. I don't remember Star being part of that. Why did she care? I think because the Michael was just because part of, of Michael. And okay, yeah. I didn't. I was going to say she didn't have a stake in that, did she? Anyway, Ellie finds out all the ingredients and also is able to reveal the molecular structure of the secret ingredient. Her boyfriend Damien Spinelli steals the molecular diagram and takes it to Tracy in the Quartermain Mansion. She and AJ discuss what happens to the formula and other ingredients and figure out that her boyfriend, Spinelli, was hired to steal the recipe by Tracy, which is not shocking. Spinelli eats the documents, ew, when Tracy tries... I can see that. I didn't see it on the YouTube, but I can see it in my head. He's just like falling it up and shoving it in his mouth like, oh, you can't get it now. <laughs> when Tracy tries to get the document <laughs> with some assistance from Alice... Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Spinelli eats. Oh, I said that part. Spinelli um, confesses his misdeeds and Ellie forgives him. Spinelli is forced to have a camera inserted down his throat (laughs) to see if the document is still viable. Oh my gosh. And it is determined that the document has been digested by his stomach acid. (laughs) Who thought of this storyline? I don't know. (laughs) Ellie is able to crack the secret ingredient via Dr. Collins' hypnosis. Okay. So, Piccolila has to be one of the bad storylines, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was so it was crazy. Yeah. Because both sides wanted it so that they could turn around and sell it. Right. That's the whole thing. But I guess I, I knew that Ellie had helped break it down. But in my mind, you don't go to someone who works in the medical lab to break right. down Lila. for this stuff. Yeah. You know, it's... Okay. <sighs> I had too much fun with that paragraph. On March 21st, Ellie asks Spinelli if he wanted a baby and he ponders the question. He responds that he would like to teach his son or daughter their first hack into a mainframe. Baby hacker. (laughs) Ellie says that she does not want any babies due to the notion that humans will continue down a path of harming the planet, draining our resources, overpopulation, and other stuff. They go back to Maxie's and Spinelli will have a conversation with Maxie that Spinelli can be a father. What? They go back to Maxie's and Spinelli... We'll have a conversation with Maxie that Spinelli be a father. I don't know. I missed that. Okay. She attends the 2013 nurses ball and performs with Spinelli. That's when they did blinded. She blinded me with science. Yes. And it was really cute. That is part of the YouTube playlist. She tries to find out Maxie's secret by opening her medical files, but Britt stops her. Maxie finds out about this and decides to be defensive with Ellie. Maxie starts getting mad at Ellie, but Ellie manages to sneak out onto the computers again and copies Maxie's medical records. So here's what we have to say is that Maxie had miscarried Dante and Lulu's baby. It was when Olivia was having those LSD trips. And I forgot about this. This is part of it. And the dog's name. I don't know what the dog's name is. Rocco. Oh, that's right. So that's right. But she had seen like this dog causing destruction. And then one day she opens up the door and see Spinelli standing there with the dog. Right. But so I can't remember where that is. Again, this playlist is really difficult. It's not difficult to follow, but there's so much time in between each section. And 
Nothing's fully explained. But then Maxie, that's how she and Spinelli wound up sleeping together is because Maxie was all upset about miscarrying and letting them down. And Spinelli comforted her and they found comfort in each other because he thought that Ellie had just broken up with him. Yes. Because she didn't come to the rooftop. And that's when little Georgie was made. Well, Ellie found out and approached Maxie about it. Mm Mm-hmm. But the thing is that we need to remember as viewers is that we knew Maxie had Spinelli's baby at the time that Ellie's like looking at all these medical records and everything. Right. So we're like, we oh, shoot, own. she's going to yeah. find out. Right. So she's finally able to look at Maxie's medical records. And, and Britt knew too. Right. Britt knew too because she kept trying to tell Maxie, you seriously just need to come out about it. And she's like, no, Dante and Lulu are getting this baby. So she's finally able to look at Maxie's medical records. And it says that she miscarried on January 2nd and was confirmed pregnant on January 13th. Ellie wonders how Maxie is still pregnant with Dante and Lulu's baby. Maxie is forced to tell Ellie the actual truth about the miscarriage and Spinelli being the father with her being the actual mother. Her first reaction was to tell Damien until Maxie convinced her that the truth about the baby would push Damien right into Maxie's arms. Ellie agreed to keep the secret, but the truth weighed heavily on her conscience. Later on, Ellie is forced to tell Spinelli a half-truth about the miscarriage, but lies and says that Maxie was implanted with another one of Dante and Lulu's fertilized eggs. I forgot that she lied. Yeah. I knew that she that she had she had some self-preservation there. Yeah. Ellie is also seen reading the test results that had been falsified by Obrecht, Britt's mother. Duh. We know that. Of the, she was new then. I guess so. But like now it's like, duh. You have to know who Obrecht is. Of the paternity of Britt's unborn child, which proves... That Patrick is the father, though it's clear that Patrick's not the father due to the extreme lengths that Britt is causing. That was all that. She's trying to, yes, Britt was pregnant, saying it was Patrick's baby, trying to marry him, but Patrick was falling for Sabrina, and that's why she needed to be pregnant, was to keep him, but really she had stolen Lulu's last egg. It might say that in the paragraph. I just happened to remember it. On the night Maxie gave birth, Damien was present at the hospital and he was mesmerized by the sight of the newborn child. Against Maxie's wishes, Ellie informed Damien that he was the father of the baby Maxie had given birth to. Damien was furious with Ellie over the deception and pushed her away as he processed the news. She understood his anger, why well, I would hope so, and reminded him that she still loved him before giving him the space he needed. When Damien decided to fight for custody of his baby, Ellie offered her support and Damien chose to forgive her. In early December, shortly after Damien was awarded sole custody of his daughter, Ellie was offered her dream job from a hospital in Portland, Oregon. The hospital offered her the opportunity to come and restructure the lab as its new lab manager. She is initially set to turn the job down because she doesn't want to leave Spinelli. However, after discussing with him, he offers to move to Portland with her along with baby Connie, which they then changed to Georgie. But wow, does that sound weird? Because the baby had been given to Dante and Lulu. Right. Initially, they named her Connie after Connie Falconeri because Connie was dead at this point. Right. So. Wow. That's okay. (laughs) After discussing the option for a while longer, both turned it down because they didn't want to do that to Maxie. Once Maxie heard of the news, she encouraged Ellie and Spinelli to move to Portland with the baby because it would be easier for her to stick to the terms of the court order if her daughter was far away as opposed to close but still out of reach. She accepted and in the process of saying their goodbyes on December 16th, Ellie, Spinelli, and baby Georgie head to Portland. That was the messed up part of that is on. Is it? Yeah. The whole messed up part about that was not to talk too much about Maxie, but that court order was ridiculous. But she... 
so we didn't, I didn't watch all that because it was Ellie. Right. It was, but she also had, I kind of get it because of how she had deceived like everybody. Cause that's when Lulu was mad at her too, because you know, she had lied to her about. I understand, but just because you're a bad friend or even a bad person doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad parent. I, and that I was totally, yeah. so strict of a court order. It was ridiculous. And the fact that she doesn't seem like she sees her that often now even mm-hmm. is not okay. Right. It's odd to me pulling just from personal experience that Georgie doesn't call Ellie mom yeah. because she's there That's all the time. She, grew up with. she still calls yeah. Maxie mom, which is great that they were able to keep that connection. But I, I don't just don't understand how they're not married or not at least engaged. They've been together since 2012. Come on. Maybe they don't want to get married. Oh no. She just doesn't want babies. She never said she didn't want to get married. That's true. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I'll quit whining about what should have happened. So on May 20th and 21st, 2014, Ellie returns with Spinelli and Georgie when Carly, Jax, and Franco visit when they were together, which we talked about in an episode last summer. So go back to a Port Charles 411 when it's Carly loves Franco because they were engaged. (laughs) Yeah. Because they need Spinelli's help reconstructing a recording on the late AJ Quartermain's phone. Ellie is seen holding Georgie and reluctantly talking to Franco. He makes fun of the fact that she married, that if she married Spinelli, she would be Ellie Spinelli, (laughs) to which she responds, you are not the first person to point that out. And believe it or not, it also occurred to me independently. (laughs) Then she takes Georgie to her room and finds out that Spinelli has cleaned up the recording. Before Carly and Franco listen to it, she requests that Spinelli and Ellie leave the room so they are not impl- so that they are not implicated in whatever is discovered on the recording. On December 24th, Spinelli and baby Georgie return for Christmas. Ellie doesn't make an appearance, but has mentioned that she gave her employees the day off for Christmas, so, sh- so she herself had to work. It's a nice boss. That is a nice boss. She also called to check in on how Maxie's reunion with Georgie was going. Aww. On February 13th, Spinelli reveals to Maxie that Ellie broke up with him because of her. Ellie realizes that Spinelli was still in love with Maxie. On March 11th, Spinelli gives Ellie an update on Georgie. She had the flu, who she thinks of and loves as her own. Yeah, because again, they've been together the whole time. She also asks him to give Georgie an Eskimo kiss from her. So sweet. On April 13th, there is a knock on Maxie's door and Spinelli answers and exclaims, Ellie! On April 14th, Ellie shows up to see Georgie and to tell Spinelli something. Just then, Maxie walks in with Georgie and Ellie holds her. Afterwards, Ellie tells Spinelli that she's having second thoughts about what happened between them. Sadly, Spinelli tells her that he and Maxie are back together. Ellie is deeply saddened by this, but says she's sticking around for a few more days and then leaves. That was weird because she like pushed them together and then right. was mad when they got together. But it was also Maxie had kind of started seeing Nathan. Yes. And then they broke up. Mm-hmm. So later, Ellie is seen at Kelly's bumping into Detective Nathan West and spilling her drink all over him, like Spinelli had done a couple months earlier. This scene is part of the YouTube playlist. Please watch it because her getting all flustered over him. How is could you so not? Cute. And Nathan says, it's okay. I'll just go upstairs and get another shirt. And she's like, you live here. Mm. And he's like, yeah, I do. Is Nathan the last person that we know of that lived above Kelly? I think so. They formally introduce themselves while Ellie tries to help Nathan clean up. And she's like, oh my gosh, that body, you know, like, and she, yeah, she's like that muscular physique. And he says about how 
Oh, this happened to me a couple months ago with Spinelli and coffee. And she's like, you know, Spinelli. And so that's how they figure out who each other is. Then Nathan blames Ellie for his breakup with Maxie. And while Ellie blames him for Spinelli and Maxie getting back together because he bowed out so easily, like she did. After they talk, they realize that it's neither of their faults, but that, yes, it is. <laughs> but Go they ahead. lost the loves of their lives. Yeah. But you both. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. I guess we're supposed to read what they wrote because that's the way they wanted to portray it. But no, yes, it was definitely both of their faults. Yes. Later on, Lucy comes in and finds out that Spinelli and Ellie broke up as well as Nathan and Maxie and that Spinelli and Maxie are back together. She then suggests that Nathan and Ellie become friends and go to the nurse's ball together, to which Ellie is a little hesitant about. But Nathan says yes. He then explains that Spinelli and Maxie will be there and see them together. Moving on, then they will figure out that what they are missing and want them back. She agrees with the plan and they shake on it. By the end of the nurse's ball, Spinelli and Ellie get back together, as do Nathan and Maxie. Soon after, her, Spinelli, and Georgie return, return to Portland, Oregon. Now, this was great watching the nurse's ball because this is when Maxie and Spinelli are walking on the red carpet and they turn around and see Ellie and Nathan coming and they're both like, what the heck? And this <laughs> is when Maxie went to kind of go confront them, tripped on her dress and fell. Yes. And guess who's watching at home with ice cream? Oh, in front of right. them. That was, was so cute. So and cute. And they kept rewinding it. They're like, again, again. That was that long ago. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. But that no. was that. And then Nathan was part of the magic mm. Milo stuff. And Ellie kind of scooted him on and like smacked his bum as he went on and everything. And then they kissed and all became a fluster. Oof. Then on Halloween 2015, Ellie calls Spinelli, who is in Port Charles, helping Sam find out who Jake is, and tells him that she sprained her ankle, to which Spinelli returns to Port Charles to be with her. On Christmas Eve 2015, her and Spinelli return to Port Charles so that Maxie can spend Christmas with her daughter, Georgie. And this was really sweet because Maxie and Lulu were at the park. And it was right after Dante had cheated on Lulu with Valerie. Ugh. So they were separated. Uh-huh. Sorry. And they were taking Rocco to Cizanta. And you could tell, like, Lulu was just trying to, like, keep her there and everything. And then they're just talking about how this Christmas isn't what they were hoping it would be. Blah, 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 blah. And then you hear Spinelli say, Aww. like, here's your girl. And Lulu's like, yeah, I'm going to leave you guys alone now. So, like, her job was to... Just to get her there. To get yeah. her there, to keep her there and everything. And she's like, is this why you wouldn't let me go home? She's like, ah, oh, bye. <laughs> and they reunited with Georgie for the day. It was a really, really sweet story. And then on New Year's 2016, Ellie and Spinelli are seen at the floating rib where they see Jason about to kiss Sam. They also catch up with Sam after Jason is called away. And I don't remember that... No, I don't remember that either. But it, like I said, it was really difficult to find just Ellie stuff. And I really could have probably looked up each of these individually. But right. it would have been so much. But I like her. I like I like her Ellie. too. They always had her as just a supporting character to all of those people we just talked about. Mm -hmm. But she could hold her own. Absolutely. When she was talking to people, she had, you know, her own little funny things that she said. And she was very secure in herself and it wasn't like oh that's just Spinelli's girlfriend even though that was kind of what she played she did seem to have her own life outside of him yeah so if you've never seen Ellie don't know who she is go on YouTube look up Ellie her and Spinelli are so cute because they talk the same way yes they have very similar personalities but they complement each other very well too so 
If they would show them in a full relationship, bring her back and let right. them do stuff together, I would be okay with them still right. being together. You don't have to Especially be married when they came and whatever. Back for her job. Exactly. But if Oh, there was also sorry, there okay. was also it's it's one of the scenes that's in one of the YouTube videos that they were trying to catch Brad in a it's something in a he lie. switched around. Right, yeah. right. And they walked into the lab because he had gotten the lab manager position over her. Right. And they walked in. There was like a post-it note that said, okay, pack your stuff and leave. And it was Brad. So mm. I guess I really didn't have to talk about that, but you just, just love Brad. <laughs> but, you know, but there's just, there's so much that she was a part of and a lot of important things, you know I mean? She's, yes. She's pretty much why Dante and Lulu have Rocco. Right. You know, so. Right. Cause Brad was part of that cover up. Yep. But, so we hope that you enjoyed this little fill in of who's Ellie, why we love her and why we talk why about she her needs to come back. Yeah. Or they just need to get Dante. No, Benelli. I almost said Damien. <laughs> like what? Dante. <laughs> they can recast her if they have to. I love the original, but if they have to, it but just they doesn't have make to keep sense. the personality though. That's oh, the yeah. thing is that yeah. they can't do where they change right. the personality of the character because it will not work. Right. At all. Right. You know who would be good for that? The other Maxie. Remember that girl played Maxie like so flighty and like whatever. No. No, I think she would be okay. If they, I think they could put the nerdiness and flatiness together, and she could play it. They would just have to change her look some, because now we know where's the other Maxie. That's true. Well, it happens, though. People oh, all the time. come back as another. All the time. I mean. Maybe once or twice. Oh, that was the other thing. There was Silas Clay was oh, gosh. part of it. Yep. Yeah, that's why that's not in there. It's because it would confuse the heck out of everybody. Yep. So yeah, she was just cute. Bring her back so we can talk about how cute they are. Please, please, please. So that was it on Ellie. Hopefully we have more to share about her soon. And if there's anything that we forgot to mention, please let us know. And we'll join you on Monday as we talk about this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer54Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.